You know that book that you started or the closet you tore through or that painting that's 90% done? So many beginnings without endings. Am I right? Well, today I can't wait to share with you four simple ways for you to finish what you start. Stay tuned. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ruthie Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, sweet friends. Mrithu Parikh here, helping ambitious women like you go from overwhelmed and overloaded to in control and confident. So, my dear, you can thrive at work and at home. Thank you, first of all, for tuning in. You are the bestest. I know you have a lot of places you could put your attention. I know. So I have so much gratitude for you, and thank you for spending your time with me. So you know that outline you created or the closet you started tearing through or the book you read the first few chapters or that art project you kind of did the first four steps and you left all the paintbrushes midway through? There are so many beginnings without endings. Am I right? It's so exciting. I get it. I get it when you get that burst of energy to get going on a new project or task. And it's equally, or if not more, defeating when it drags on forever and it feels like there is no end in sight. There is no light at the end of this tunnel and I just need to let this thing go or it's going to die because I, I just can't take it anymore. So here's the thing. It is demoralizing to start something and not finish. No bueno. It is no fun to start it, to get all that excitement, and then just watch the excitement dissipate and then feel like a failure because you couldn't see it through. This is a conscious and subconscious signal to your brain that you can't follow through with things. You don't have what it takes. You can't stay committed, right? And all these horrible self-sabotaging thoughts that feed into your inner beings and then your outer beings because our thoughts impact our beliefs and our beliefs impact our actions. So if you ever find yourself thinking, I'm not even going to start that new project or that new challenge, even though I'd really like to in fear of failure, in fear that I won't finish it, this is what I'm talking about. Now, we've gone through this so many times that we're actually believing these negative thoughts. So I really, of course, today, this is what we're talking about, and I wanna help you get over this because I know you are so driven, you're so ambitious, I know you're so fully capable of seeing through what you set out to do. And so here's where where we're gonna start. Let's first just talk about why we even abandon projects in the first place, just for a short little bit, and then I'm gonna get into a few tips on how to really see through something you've already started or something you're thinking about starting so that you really feel successful and you achieve it and you get it done. And we start doing away with this self-sabotaging and demoralizing beliefs and thoughts. So why we abandon projects? 
Starting a new project is really exciting, as we've determined, and sometimes simply that novelty is enough to get us going. I think especially right now, maybe you're in the pandemic time and you're like, I cannot like sit with my family one more time or watch more TV. So this would be a great time to like reorganize my garage or redo all those baby albums or even start those baby albums or do some house project or get back to something at work that I haven't been meaning to do for the longest time. Or maybe I'm going to write that book, like all those things right now, because you're like, this would be a new challenge. This would be something really fun to start and something that would be a break from the norm. But as you know, as time goes by, that activity, so maybe it's writing or it's taking lessons or even putting time into a relationship, it becomes more challenging than we originally expected right? It takes more time. It takes more energy. It takes more resources. And it could be more challenging, like it's more difficult to figure out. There's a lot of roadblocks. Or how about this? It's just dreadfully boring. You're like, I just want to stick a fork in my eye. I don't know why I thought I wanted to do this. And your excitement then, of course, dissipates. Or here's a big one. You realize you aren't sure about the next step, right? Or you even start questioning the point or the value of the task. So if you're like, I have so many options, I could do next, I could go this way, I could go that way, I could buy this product, I could store it like this, and that just becomes overwhelming and you just get completely stuck in this like paralysis analysis, and now you're like, oh, this probably wasn't even important anyway to me, and you convince yourself that this isn't what you want to do, and you think, I'll get back to that later, as if, as if the next time you pick it up or you look at it, it's going to be effortless, right? It's going to be like, just as you first imagined, it's going to be this wonderful experience for you. Not really going to happen. So the usual suspects for this type of behavior are procrastination, perfectionism, or fear. Okay, like some type of procrastination or perfectionism or fear around your task, and it's supporting this new block that you have encountered now, and it's adding to you justifying your halt. So let's just call this what this is, my friend. These are excuses. Excuses. And as you continue to make these excuses, as you continue to operate this way, this kind of just becomes your new normal. Unfortunately, this is like your expectation. And that's why at times we think, why should I even start on this new project or challenge when I know I'm not going to finish it? Y'all, that is like such a terrible way to live. It just, just halts so much growth that, again, I know you're so capable of and desiring and really so deserving of, quite frankly. And yes, of course, this is so demoralizing. So how do you get out of this stuckness? Well, I just happen to have four easy peasy tips up my sleeve that I cannot wait to share with you. Now, again, if you've been with me for just a bit here, I don't mean on this episode, but in the past, you're going to have heard one or two of these before. But let me tell you, reinforcements can never come enough times because these are really important. And trust me, they work, especially in these types of situations when you're kind of stuck midway through, maybe you're like 80% there and you just need to like finish it up or you're feeling even nervous or unconfident about starting a new project in fear that you won't finish it. So number one, here's the first tip before you even get started. Or again, if you're halfway through it, three quarters way through it, you pick up with this first step. And the first thing is to break down the project or break down the task or just break down whatever it is that you want to get done. And I mean, thinking through the next steps to bring this project or task to completion, like even the little bitty, bitty ones, like everything from start to end. So for example, if your goal is to organize all your papers in your office, 
write down all the things you need to be doing. Like I need to create folders. I've got to like create the labels. I'm going to make out have to get a pile for where I'm going to toss the papers I don't need. Uh, where am I going to create storage? What am I going to put my archives? I need access to a scanner. I need the scanner app. So this is not to shut you down. <laughs> I'll tell you what this really is. It's not to make it more overwhelming. It's to actually start creating a plan for you because we tend to jump into these big projects or these tasks without the plan. And without the plan, that is actually what's stunting us along the way. It's not that you're not smart enough to figure it out or you're too lazy or you always procrastinate or you don't see it through. We just started without that plan. And so when you break it down into all these little, little bitty baby steps, everything you got to get done, and you really think it through from beginning to end, Actually, I'm take that back. Don't just think it through. You've got to write this down. You know, you know how much clarity that gives you the plan actually on paper. Get it out of your head. And when you write that down, it's amazing how you can actually start doing number two, the second step, which is to plan it out. Like first you've written down all the steps, and now you can take that beautifully detailed list of yours and plan out realistic timeframes for each of your steps and create milestones. As an actually on your calendar, my friend, we tend to underestimate how long tasks or projects take. So when there's no immediate gratification, as there won't be like all the time, maybe that first step and then there won't be, then we fall off our focus. But if you know you're always trying to get just to the gratification of the next step of the next milestone and not focusing on the end result, the last state, the finished product, that is how we continue down the road of our project. That's how we don't abandon it. And that's how we achieve success. I promise you, the more planned out you are before you even get started, or even if you're halfway through, just sit and plan it that the more successful you're going to be. Take my word on this one. And only when it's visual can you start to make sense of how much effort and how much resources will be involved. It's also going to help you brainstorm other resources you might need or like help you might have to leverage or things you might need to buy when you start writing this down and creating your list and breaking it up and then creating these milestones. Again, this is not to scare you off. This is to keep you on track throughout the process. All right, so let's move on to number three. And this one's kind of a doozy, but it's a big one and it's really important. You wanna start and finish one task or one project at a time. Yes. Now, remember that demoralizing feeling that we started with, that like when you don't finish it and how crappy you feel and you feel like I'm never getting anything done? We want to replace that feeling with success, with achievement, with general kick buttery. And I know you are so capable of that and so deserving of that. So if you have three or five or 10 projects open, like these things that you started and you didn't finish, focus on one, grab one, just choose one, focus on one and plan for it, right? Do those first two steps, break down your next task, actually create those milestones, put them on your calendar, start it, start working on it, and then wait for it, Uh, finish it. That's right, finish it, and then move on to the next. There is nothing that makes you feel more confident and successful than achieving what you set out to do. It is so much more motivating and inspiring to start and complete one project than to have five open projects and have completed none of them. So if you're thinking about starting 
a new one or three new ones or five new ones, and you can't decide, choose one. And if you have several of them already open, choose one. And we're going to focus on that one and complete that one first, because that is what's going to build your motivation. In other words, you want to do one project, one task, you know, we want to have one completion. So you want to do that really awesomely instead of 10 things kind of mediocre and feeling really crappy about yourself by not completing them. So if you want to rebuild that confidence, if we want to get out of that feeling of, you know, this totally demoralizing feeling, then we need to start finishing some projects. So that was number three, start and finish one So you can get into that really great state of mind because again, we are looking to change your feelings, which is going to change your thoughts, which is going to change your actions. Okay. So now we're going to move on to the fourth tip. And this one is something you actually got to be thinking about since the very beginning. So again, if this is a new project you're embarking on, think about it now. And if you're already halfway through, three quarters of the way through, 90% through, it's okay. This is still really, really important. And this is all about mindset. And this is really understanding or embracing right from the get-go that the last 20% of your effort in your project or in your task is going to be the most challenging. In fact, the last 20% may require 80% of your motivation. Think about that. Isn't that so true? How many times do you start something? You're like, I don't know why I didn't finish it. I just have 10% more, 20% more. I'm like right at the tail end and I can't just seem to like put the bow on it and put it to bed. It's like that last part. It's like if you're sprinting, 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 then you see the finish line at the end. You're like, I just can't make it over there. That is where we really got to make that extra push. And so in that final lap where the finish line feels so far away and you're exhausted from the first 10 laps that you've already put in, but simply embracing and especially knowing when you start that that last distance is going to be the toughest, it is going to strengthen your mental stamina. And this is really a mental mind shift for you. Okay. So I'm going to give you a really personal example. I wrote a book last year called Accomplish It. And by the way, if you haven't gotten your hands on this sweet thing, what are you waiting for? I will uh, go ahead and link that up in the show notes so you can check it out. But anyway, yeah, so I wrote this book and I get asked often, uh, people ask me, was it difficult to write a book? And I always say this, and this is the honest truth, no, it wasn't, well, at least until the last couple of chapters. And then it was painful. And I just remember, I think the last couple chapters took me as long as the first six chapters. I just couldn't finish it. It was just so hard to get through that home stretch. But I had this strong suspicion that that would be the case before I got started. In fact, well before I got started. So it just put me in a more pragmatic mind frame that I'd have to create like extra energizing reinforcements for that last stretch. So here are some of the things I did. I publicly announced my launch date, but only in that last stretch so that I could hold myself accountable because I didn't do it right in the beginning, but when I knew I was struggling at the end, I posted it. I sent it out to my list. I put it on Facebook. I told my friends. It was like very public. 
I also started treating myself extra special, like I would have these rewards for myself for every like a thousand words I wrote. So maybe I was like, I'm gonna go get a pedicure, or I'm gonna meet my, my girlfriends for wine, or I'm gonna go have a, you know, a whatever, like some of my favorite meal, but I would like treat myself way more than I was doing before just to get myself to do it. I blocked off more writing time than usual in that last stretch because it was just so much harder for me to kind of get the creative juices flowing and just like wrap it all up. I just knew I needed, it was going to take more energy and more focus. And so I blocked more time than I was typically blocking like throughout the rest of the process. And um, I had an accountability buddy and that was the final thing at the end. And that goes hand in hand with, you know, publicly announcing, but I had just one person in particular, a, a friend, a colleague who was like really checking in with me and sort of giving me that final push along the way. So there are obviously really, you know, there's different things you can do to help you make that final push, but I sort of had those in mind. I had spoken to enough people. I'd read enough books about this. I just knew that I had this feeling that that last part was going to be the hardest. And I find that so true and across so many projects that we start. So think about what you can do even before you start, knowing this is what, what's going to happen. I need to build that mental stamina. I have to, just kind of knowing that's what you can expect is going to help you when you actually get to that point. So completing what you start designs your feelings of value, of contribution, and success, all which impact your results. And as you gain momentum from finishing one thing or one project, then you funnel it. You funnel that inspiration and that motivation into your next project. And then you funnel that motivation into the next project. And it's amazing what starts to happen. It's that snowball effect. It's that momentum building. And soon you're going to be unstoppable. You're going to be confident about everything you undertake. You just got to get some more completed projects back under your belt. Put yourself doubt aside. Work through that fear Embrace the process, like know from the, from the onset that that last 20% is going to be the toughest. And most importantly, finish what you start. I mean, if you're into feeling valued and in control, which I'm pretty sure that you are. And plus, I have complete faith in you because I know that if you're spending your time here and you've listened to this point, that you are someone who can finish what they start. All right. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this shift in your mindset today, but also some really simple strategies and steps to take into account when you're in this place of feeling like, I just have too much open and I'm not finishing it, or I'm scared to even start on that because I don't think I'll see it through. Now, insight without action is meaningless. So let's talk about your inspired action for this week because you know, I always love to leave you with a challenge. So within the next 24 hours, pick one project or one task, I guess, that you haven't seen all the way through that frustrates you that you've been trying to finish it and do the thing you need to do to put it into place to to see that through. So do you need to break down your next steps and put some milestones with it onto your calendar? Do you need to call in the reinforcements because you're at the tail end and use some some reinforcing ways for you to actually stay accountable? And do you need to pick just one of your several open projects to complete that so you start building your momentum and funneling it into your next project? Pick one of those four steps that I went through and do it in the next 24 hours. Do this for yourself. Do this for your family. Do this for your friends. Do this for you. 
And by the way, come on over and let me know that you did it or if you have any questions, because you know I love to hear from you and talk to you. So come on over to my site or Facebook, and I will link to those in the show notes as well. Listen, lastly, I just want to remind you, as a friendly reminder, if you have a friend or colleague that you think could benefit from this podcast or any other one, please share it with them. I'd be super appreciative if you did that, if you subscribed, and if you left a quick five-star review, because that's really what helps me get seen and reach other amazing women all around the globe. Lastly, my sweet friend, if you want a kick-ass resource or resources all about feeling or stop feeling overwhelmed and how to stop procrastinating or six smart ways to get and stay focused, then come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources and I will hook you up. As always, you are the best for showing up here, for giving yourself this gift. And again, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for your time and loving vibes and positive energy and know that I'm sending them right back your way. Here's to getting more of the right things done. I will catch you next time. Bye-bye.